you're hearing the number one least heard show in the universe. Hey, check it out. 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 Bad dog. Bad dog. Hello, how are you doing? Ah, I'm the bad dog, and I'm coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. And up here at the top of Crawford Mountain, Oh, I get a different view. I get a whole other different perspective. Oh, I get a different way of looking at things from up here at the top of Crawford Mountain. Oh, you know, like I said before, when you can get a bird's eye view crazy odd view your whole perspective changes up here yeah that's true you know the world is a it's a wonderful place isn't it wouldn't you say what is up with that not wanting to move where I wanted to move. Anyway. So here I am. Up here. Top of the world. Very tip top of Crawford Mountain. Looking down. On the world. And I'm thinking. Hey bad dog. Give them your email address. Bad dog at yahoo.com. No, bad dog show at yahoo.com. Bad dog show at yahoo.com. Don't forget about the Fringe Radio Network.com. Fringe Radio Network.com with all kinds of great shows, including mine. I'm probably the least favorite one on there, but hey, it's okay. I love them all, and I love you. Did I tell you how much I love you today? I love you. A bushel and a peck. A bushel and a peck and a hug around your neck. That's what I'm talking about. My brother. My sister. Okay. So here we are. First, I was wanting to talk about the Asbury Revival in Asbury, Kentucky. This little revival been going on at the uh, Bible school, the university, since February 8th. Buddy Mine's birthday was that day. God bless you, Jimmy Harmon. Up there in heaven, I hope. Hell, purgatory, if you're into that kind of thing, wherever you are. Miss you, brother. We got the Asbury Revival. It's been going on 24-7 since the 8th. What's the 16th? So that's 8 days. Bam. 
You know, I got a little bit of the, um, of that, I think. I got like three minutes of it. Maybe I ought to play that here in a few. But, uh, yeah, the revival. I hope for sure there's a lot of people up there getting saved or hanging out and finding God for the first time. Isn't that incredible? I know some friends of mine are going. I know Mackie and Chris are going, going to make their way across the uh, state of Kentucky, leaving from West by God, Virginia. Going to head all the way over, like a almost three-hour ride. I'm going to check it out. <clears throat> now my buddy, my brother Mackie, <clears throat> he's a believer. And he's back on the uh, God wagon. That's cool too. You know, it's a thing about people believe in God. Yeah, there's a lot of different paths. You know, sometimes you find God more than once. Not that God has ever lost track of you by any means, but you know, sometimes it's takes a while to make that full circle and then you got the Asbury school of people they, these people are going to chapel on a Sunday and it just kept going it didn't end they kept on praising the Lord you know I've talked about it on my show this this world needs a revival and looky there in Asbury they, they got one going and when people were traveling across state or across country to get to something like that that is a revival you know and they're going to talk to people along the way I know Mackie and Chris will well I know Mackie will Chris you know, what's really cool about that is I understand he don't have God in his life. And uh, so if you're out there, and I know it's only one of you listening to me, but uh, and the other one's asleep. But, you know, say a little prayer for my friends in the road trip and all the other people across the country heading there. You know, that's pretty cool. They used to only do that kind of stuff back in the olden days. You know, Martin Luther. He had a revival, I believe. Of course, he come up with his own little Bible. The German Bible, he wrote it out. It's kind of weird. I don't know how I feel about the Germans getting the Holy Word before... You know, Christians. Christian Christians, you know, like... Germans, not... I don't think of them as being Christian, you know what I mean? But way back when, and... You know, the late 1500s... Martin Luther... He came up with his own Bible. He translated it into German. That's when Tinsdale did his thing put it in writing Tinsdale two thumbs up for him too but here we are a revival now I'd heard that uh, the um, Asbury school of Bibleness (laughs) that's not their name but uh, this happened back in the 70's also and I almost want to say I remember that. I had this thought way back here, this little shadow of that. 
Heck, I may be even gone. I wouldn't doubt it. But I don't recall. But I've been to some revivals. But they really only lasted the weekend kind of thing. And everybody went home not long after. But I'd say going 24-7 for eight days in this day and time is pretty, pretty precious. And I didn't hear about it until yesterday. My sister said something to me about it. I'm like, no, let me check it out. I'm all about it. I knew it was something if my sister said something about it. Thank you, Christy. If she said something about it, I'm like, okay. And I didn't know about it. I was going to go check it out. I like to harass her and her way of things, but I'm like, huh. If she knows about something, it's got to be worth knowing about if I don't know. So it checked it out and was like, wow. Amen. Because that was one of my things about the end times. Like I never really thought that we were full of Christians right now. Like if God was going to come down and uh, get his crop it'd be a really good crop he wouldn't wait till there was like nobody right hopefully but I've been going back and forth on that one actually but a revival now I've talked about those in my shows was that what we needed you know people to show up and do something like that and I've looked for property for things like that I think if people could uh get properties they do it you know I'd make a uh, out in the field just like Jesus when he preached that's what I want you know maybe we'll get some Johnny on the spots for the people but otherwise it's going to be all natural no lights no benches just hang out listen to the good word most likely not for me though I mean I get up there and I can MC it but I'd like to find people and I know that there's people out there that have things to say that think that they don't they have a lot to say you know I'd like to have unbelievers in my church up there preaching unbelievable unbelieving you know being truthful about it I think everybody needs to have the right to say and I think Christians ought to be able to hang around with people that don't like them yeah because you know what most people don't like Christians and at the real end times nobody's going to like Anybody that believes in God or Jesus, no matter what flavor you are. And then plus, they're not going to like anybody, to be honest with you, whether you believe in God or not. If you're not one of them, you really don't matter. So we got a revival. I got like the first or the last three minutes of the show of the revival. Let's see if I can find it. This is what it ended with before it started. You know what I mean? Are you following me? I want you to see how quick I can do this. Come on. So he's getting ready to wrap it up. Everybody go home. Go to Shoney's. Go to the Golden Corral. You know, maybe either 
stay a little bit later they probably think well we'll stay about 20 minutes after noon we'll let the Methodists and Baptists get up there to the buffet real quick before us oh there you go I can alright I want to do this hold on let's stop you and let's bring in that here is the last three minutes before it all started at the uh, chapel in Asbury okay here here it is let's give it a listen this is what the last three minutes the dude said and then people didn't go home I mean, that's got to be pretty powerful I listened to it and you know what I'm like hey, whatever but you know if you'd have been there and in that presence can you imagine what it did it did something to those people you know that's power God well, that's cool and my buddy Mackie and Chris going and then uh, here we go we'll get back to them oh, let me turn this up here see how it goes <laughs> but what is the source of your love take a picture of this if your source of love is white knuckling it trying really hard or is it the love of God for you what is the purpose of your love is it to look good at chapel is it to look good to your family is it to get love in return from the person that you're giving love to that's not this love we're talking about and who or what are you becoming through this expression of love If you're loving someone and not becoming more like Jesus in that love, then I would go search what that love really is. You following? So some of us, some of us need to sit in the love of God. Some of us need to taste and see and experience the power of the Holy Spirit. Because if you want to become love, if you really want to become love in action, you start by prostrating yourself before the love of God. If you want to become love in action, then you have to experience the love of God. Are you convinced we can't do those 30 commands? You can't, you can't earn your way to heaven. You can't blow people's hair back by your love and your leadership. You have to experience the love of Christ in your life. Seniors, I'm listening to you. I'm talking to you right now. Do not graduate here and think you're going to do all this stuff in your own strength. Do not leave here. You got three months left. Do not leave here before you learn about the love of God. Experience the love of God so you can pour it out. Pour it out. Pour it out. And he will fill you back up. Asbury, the world needs this kind of love needs it. Syria and Turkey need this kind of love. Your mom and dad need this kind of love. Amen. The teammates on your team, the people on your floor. Wilmore, Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. The United States needs this kind of love. They need a bunch of Christians experiencing the love of God so they can pour out the love of God. Not through their own efforts and not through their own knowledge but because they are filled with His love. Amen? You can, Amen. You can tell I take this serious. I pray that this sits on you guys like an itchy sweater. And you got to itch. you got to take care of it. So, experience His love. Become the love of God by experiencing the love of God. Amen? Amen. Oh, what we got here? Hold on. Okay. Well, I wanted you to 
to hear that in case you hadn't. I got that from uh, Matthew Miller's post. His wife, uh, Rachel, posted that somehow. I set it around a few people. That's pretty cool. And can you imagine being there? I don't know what happened the last 57 minutes before that. I don't have any idea what was said. But I thought that how that was labeled the the last three minutes of the uh, normal uh, chapel meeting time kind of thing. And they uh, kept on keeping on in the name of the Lord. So you got that. And then what else we got here real quick? Oh yeah. Should we talk about the balloons real quick? Huh? Are you into that? Would you... Would you like to hear about that? Alright, so the balloons. Uh, well, they found them. You know, I can't remember. They were clearly up there for, I don't know, 10 days, something like that. They got them coming from China. They got them coming up from China, taking off from the ground, heading all the way to Guam and Hawaii, then making a beeline up to Alaska and then back down. So, you know, some fishy about that because uh, their patterns don't do the way that these people are describing what this does. But actually, I I could check that out. I can't check that out. But I can check out wind patterns on my little app I have on my laptop. And uh, I'll throw that up someday. I'll I'll make a video and figure out how to drop it in on this right here. Yeah. So we got the balloons. With, uh, you know, definitely had some flim flam electronics on it checking on the brothers and sisters of America Guam our cousins the Canadians you know they all were violated from a giant latex thing giant 60,000 feet in the air carrying equipment we don't know what you know I don't know if it was uh, you think they could have been tracking and controlling uh, rail rain rail, rail rains no the railroad they could attract some of that and see where something was. I don't know. I don't know because I don't know. So it's only up to speculation. Or what I really like to do is to um, <laughs> I have to get back to you on that. What is this? To, to uh, oh, poop something to conclusion you know get the uh, start off with you don't know and then you come up with something in your head and you ride with it and it doesn't really matter what the other side is because you've already concluded in your head inference to conclusion you infer in your head what is going on what that could be you know it's our human nature we like to fill in the blanks <clears throat> I like to think that my infer to conclusion 
is guided with uh, some good life experience, some great watching patterns over the world and over the time of my life. I see patterns. You know, like a pattern. You know, let's say that these next few things I can talk about comes back to one or two things. Possibly two, but definitely one thing connects all of it. Let's take out the balloons. So, uh, we let the first one, and by we, I mean you. I know you are personally responsible for doing that since NORAD or nobody else actually wanted to admit that they saw it until, you know, they had to make up things. So I remember saying, you know, at NORAD, that's what their job is, is spot things like that. And if they couldn't, then it's a failure. But I didn't believe for a moment that those people hadn't spotted something. I don't expect them to know what it is, but you know what? There's patterns, you know things. You could tell how big things are when they take off. You're like, hey, this is a blah blah size balloon. It's got a payload of blah blah. Those aren't things I know, but I know if I was into flying balloons, those measurements of them, I would know. I'd be able to tell you. You know, like when I was doing management and food and restaurants, I could tell you what an ounce of something was or gram how much went how much product went into a making a product you know what I mean so I'm like these are supposedly professionals the best of the best oh no no that's not what they do now they don't hire the best of the best they hire uh, numbers. They're like, hey, we gotta have so many women. And out of those women, some of those women have to be men who identify as women now. And I'm like, what? See, the gaslighting. The BS that these people. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't have a problem with somebody being whatever they are, but what I want them to do is be best at their job. Not best at being their sex. Like me, I can tell you right now. I don't think I could ever be best at my sex. No. The very best man? No. Maybe in thumb wrestling. My arm wrestle you. But the best? No. I mean, I'm pretty close. Don't get me wrong. You know, and I'm pretty humble. I'm glad I got that part on this show that I can stop you from hearing me sneeze. Hold on. Okay, I'm better. Sorry about that. But yeah, I'm not the best. Sneeze. But I got a pretty good idea. I could fix what the best did. I thought we might have passed that relationship point in our lives where I could blow my nose in front of you. I'm sorry if I uh, triggered you in some way. I don't think... Anybody listening to me can't get triggered. No way, Jose. Alright, so we got the balloons. So it goes all the way across America. And then we sent a jet fighter after it made it all the way from Alaska over to Montana. 
and then make it down to southeastern South Carolina, right over Myrtle Beach. Really? Hey, if y'all gonna be in Myrtle Beach around the end of May, shoot me an email, baddogshow at yahoo.com. I might be there around the second pier. Definitely fishing. And then it goes off land or like six miles or something they shoot it down. They shoot it down in bad weather. It sinks. And then they have to wait a day or two and then they go out and get it. I saw a hovercraft rolling up on Myrtle Beach. That would have been cool. I used to live there. It's a very cool thing. Oh, Mackie took me down there. Made me fit in for a little while. We'll talk about that someday. We'll talk about, oh, Reza. <laughs> Hi, Mackie. Alright, so, uh, we shoot it down with a very expensive missile, okay? Those things cost money and we shot it down. I don't understand we shot like their payload, I don't know. You know why'd we wait? I don't know. At one point it made sense just to let it go. But I just sent something up there and maybe spray painted it. Set something else up there to figure out what it's transmitting. Maybe let it tweak the transmit and lie to them, capture it. Who knows? Who knows about things like that? It's nothing I can control. And give me a few minutes up there with them. I'll figure it out. I'll tell you exactly what it is. No doubt. <coughs> Alright, then we had a few more pop up after that. And they shot them down. Now I did hear people saying, why don't they just shoot it with the cannon bullets? And that's what ran through my head. I'm like, why wouldn't you just shoot the balloons? Come on. Then I got to thinking about shooting the balloons, come on. To, you know what, this is probably perfect for our military today. We got some trans rainbow unicorn up there in the uh, cockpit of, you know, our F-35 badass jet plane. It can blow up anything, including balloons. You know, of course it's balloons. Big old party balloons with a big old must have been carrying a big giant dildo is what that was they blew up got some transgendered unicorn up there binary uh fruit loop yeah fruit loop that's a term gay guys like to use it in gay bars Fruit Loop. That's where you make a roll around the whole uh, uh, bar looking. <laughs> it's a Fruit Loop. <sighs> I don't know. I heard that once. It must be true if I heard it once, right? I'm pretty sure it was a gay guy that said it. Or is it a dude that identified it like a dude? So I don't know what that is anymore. still is it one percent two percent three percent more come on but anyway yeah so maybe that's what we were training our new troops the rainbow coalition up there gotta shoot down balloons you know like the underdog balloon or the pooh bear balloon or strawberry shortcake Snoopy 
the Red Baron. Wouldn't that be cool if they got up there and shot him? Who are he? Snoopy the Red Baron come. Okay, never mind. Some of that, I don't know. But I know it costs money to do what we were doing. And for them to say they didn't know who, what, where, any of that stuff was coming from is beyond me. That's what these nor ad gets. That's the job. Is to find unicorns flying balloons now. Because I guess we don't have the best of the best working there anymore. We got the most unique alternative fruit loop. They're making the rounds. In control of things up there. <clears throat> so it's hard to take it, you know, when they're like, oh no, it's UFOs. I'm like, no man, it's Fruit Loops shooting balloons. That's what they do. They're really, you know, like there's a, a few real peoples around. And they wouldn't dare send them up shooting an airplane. They're like, let them go shoot balloons. Oh. Alright, so you don't shoot them with bullets. I guess Canada found out back in late 70s, 80s, something like that happened, right? So they sent up their F-16 or C-16 and uh, shot at it. And it started sinking. But then after that, that latex um, does its thing and it shrinks a little bit it starts falling and so when it's up at 60,000 feet it chemically does something something's going on it's stretched <clears throat> and then when it comes down to about 10,000 feet it seals itself somehow it gets battered anyway so they can't shoot them down with bullets and I'm like oh, I could shoot them down with bullets if you give me enough bullets I'll shoot down a balloon I'd have just shot more at 10,000 feet <clears throat> but I wasn't there I was probably in junior high or elementary but I wouldn't even do, knew then if I just keep shooting it'll fall I'll cut it in half <laughs> make it be a hole in the middle but yeah we're supposed to believe that we spent I don't know at this point a few million bucks on missiles shooting them down and then whatever it costs to go do things and then we're up in Canada's shooting things down it costs money What do I got here? Uh, what is that? Oh yeah, the whole gender thing. You know, ding dong boy, girl, the bald Fruit Loop up in uh, D.C. that was in charge of uh, nuclear waste was his name Steve, Stevie. I'd be like, hey, you, you, the big old red, red, red lipstick. Dude, where do you get red, red, red lipstick like that? Like, you know, that looks like a big old baboon's butt. Realize that? I know, I know. And it kind of looks like a one of those finger apps where you take a picture of your thumb and you point a face on it paint a face it's kind of like his face you know I mean I know I got a face that's worth making fun of but so does he and I'm cool with that sorry Jesus I know I know but I do got some American in me too or my love for 
America that is the fact that I can I can worship God and Jesus here pretty freely. <clears throat> if I was in other places, I wouldn't be able to believe in God, get away with it, like I can here. What else was there? Oh, the train wrecks. What in the world? That's crazy. New Palestine, Ohio. New Palestine, Ohio. I like, I, back home I would pronounce that and did pronounce it New Palestine, Ohio. And that's right there on the Pennsylvania border, there by the Ohio River, west by God, Virginia's just right down the. Oh, it's that friggin' close to the Panhandle. They're wheeling. And some of the most god awful chemicals were released. Now we hear about that one chlorine. Found out it liked to stay right along the ground. And he did not want it getting up and into the air. And it was just bad news. But it was one of those chemicals that make PVC pipes. I think they used it to kill people back in the day in World War One. You know, they kind of said back then, you know what, after this, let's not use this gas on people anymore, it's horrible. <clears throat> I know, I know, but hey. So that train wreck up there, from my perspective... was uh, definitely a train wreck, okay? And before that train wreck in America, the other longest train wreck was Michael Jackson. He was, uh, as my buddy Jimmy Harmon said one time, we can't stop watching him, bad dog. Because Michael Jackson is the world's longest train wreck. Now that wasn't the longest train wreck in New Palestine, Ohio. But you know, Norfolk, that was uh, O'Biden's buddy. And these are the same people that got a contract with the old government, right? They're supposed to have... Uh, Got him a new uh, raise and better hours, or is that still something going on? But this is going to cost people fortune if they don't let it slip under the crack and people forget about these at least 5,000 people whose lives were possibly destroyed because of a train derailment. I grew up in West By God, Virginia, and trains were all over the place. And uh, I never really saw a train derailment. Not that they didn't happen, but I can't tell you a time where I saw one. And I lived by one for many years. Lived by other ones for amounts of time and never saw anything. Now I think the trains around me was uh, da -da 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 -da, CSX. 
mainly. And it seemed all right. And that was in West by God, Virginia. And these people, that was, they were crossing a straight line. There's not a lot of straight lines in West by God. Forget about that. So they had that. And then they come in and say, Trust the government. Trust the government. That's what they said. Like our bounty fathers might have quoted, don't ever trust them. All of them. I mean, that's basically what the Constitution was written. It's because you can't trust the government. And then somehow they've twisted that whole Constitution. And they're... I don't even want to get started on that. I'm not here to talk about the Constitution. And what is this one here? Oh yeah, almost forgot. The Ukraine. <clears throat> it's still going on. I still want to stand them. F-16 and Abram tanks and tanky tanks. Everybody's wanting to get on it. And I was like, man, this is kind of like the new George Floyd. Ukraine is like a, you know, military industrial George Floyd. Now, I said... When this all began, somebody can go back and look. I'm not going to, because uh, I'm not really picking sides so much as like we pushed Putin into doing that. And by we, I was saying NATO, because people are like, "Oh, it is different." I'm like, "No, come on." Sometimes you gotta admit that NATO is America. Or something like that. And they've been encroaching on Russia after we promised them 50, 60 years ago we wouldn't do it. And then, well, here we are doing it. And then telling the world that Putin is the bad guy. I'm like, no, no. We're we can't do that. I mean, I know it's not America, but NATO can't do it. America needs to stop it until NATO to lay off or pull out of NATO. And tell them, look, ain't none of our business. We're not supposed to be there. We're not supposed to do anything like that. We know. We're not, we don't have to get involved with Ukraine. They're not ours and and Ukraine has got like all kinds of Russians and 30 years ago it was Russia 40 years ago but there's money there's money there and then how about the shootings I have another clip for you but here we are, I was listening to the East Lansing, Michigan State police scanner the other night, and I, I taped almost all of it, close to, I don't know, four hours maybe? It broke up into all kinds of different clips, some half hour few half hours, 20 minutes, 5 minutes, 18 minutes, 6 minutes, it did some kind of weird, but it just would keep recording though, 
And I heard him over that time. Shots fired on the third floor are being reported at this building. Shots fired at this floor at this building. Shots fired in a pavilion. Shots fired here. Three black guys with long rifles here. Two white guys with long rifles were spotted here. There's a 911 call that said that there's been bombs placed all over the university and they hung up. And we're trying to reach them now to find out if what's up with that. And I never did hear anything about that. Shots fired here. We need to go clear out this building. Oh, there's 30 people sheltering in safety and or sheltering in place. How can you shelter on the run? But anyway, they're sheltering in place. 30, 40, 100 different places all over the campus. These cops are running into them. Shots fired at this building on the fifth floor. People in pickup trucks. Yeah, I got all this on tape. And uh, <coughs> then I hear this is uh, Homeland Security. Breaks in over the uh, police scanner. Yeah, we just want to inform you that uh, we got five men here with guns on the ground, but we were looking at four. We want to know if those four men are your people. Plus, we have a helicopter in the sky up here. This is Homeland Security Deputy Dog right here. He did. He said Deputy Dog. No, he didn't. I'm going to go back and isolate that one too. And then, uh, like I said, this is like four hours long. The Homeland Security came in. If it was four, they came in at three. And <clears throat> never really heard more about them anymore. <clears throat> so they're trying to move some, uh, different Students that were having maybe a heart problem thing or a asthma thing. They're like, well, you hold on. We gotta make sure it's safe. You can only go in if we got police escorts for you. I'm like, who? This is a lot going on. Oh yeah, no, yeah, we hear these three black men in hoods and long rifles ran into the wood. Got the woods there. And then we get this right here. Let me see here. Let's see if we can play this right here. Now, some of this is really hard to understand, but what you really need to hear isn't. Now, about 15 minutes before. I start this. They put out an APB for a suspect. It was a black male with black pants, a jean jacket, a backpack. They had a colored backpack, but I think it was black. But uh, and red shoes. And that was about 15 minutes before this. Now, probably five minutes before this. They were still looking for that same suspect and may have spotted him. And so this is a few minutes later. Right here. Uh, what you got like there? The same house. Civilian. Yeah, male. Uh, jean jacket, black pants, backpack. Hold up. You know how the backpack is? 347. What? What? They had a hundred bodies. Two one. 
Legendary team. Subject is shot himself. We need medics here now. Sucks to the base just shot himself. There's 107 men left. All right, let me pause it there. Because now you're hearing shots fired from somebody else. This is like clearly. 15, 20 seconds since the other one said the suspect just shot himself. So, 15 seconds later, you hear this guy say, shots fired. Shots fired, and then... Subject down. BC-11 from Fire Center. 347, be advised, uh, Lake Lansing and Larch. MSP um, found this subject. Who matched the description when they made approach? He shot himself. No one if it's related, but it matched the description. Picker two. It's a lady there. Copy. Picker two looks like he's uh, self-inflicted. Um, wait for a couple more to come home to clear. Render it. See, and that was the same guy that said shots fired. Shots fired. He self-inflicted. Shot himself. Yup. What was I listening to? We'll just stay right here. here. Alright, that was the uh, shooting at Michigan State. Now a few minutes later, I need to isolate it too, but they said they, they open up the backpack and they, there are magazines in it. So I guess that could have been when I hear magazines, I, I think rifle. And this whole time they've been talking about a long rifle. But they haven't really been talking about the suspect and what he was using or anything like that. They, like I said, he'd come up about 15 minutes before what you heard. <clears throat> and then he came up again about 5 minutes before what you heard. And, uh, and Homeland Security showed up with boots on the ground. Like I said, this took a long time, you know, three or four hours. And like I said, they were searching for many different people. They were getting phone calls from people. So who, who really knows what's going on there, I suppose, given that. It could be anything. Could be. But you know, it was like the next day, I think, day after they were in El Paso, and I just happened to check out the old uh, police scanner that night at that time. And I was listening, and uh, I listened to it for maybe half hour, 45 minutes and uh, I don't know if it was that long I'm not sure but because at one point you know they're, they are getting you know they're being on a lookout for a Mexican with a long rifle they kept always saying long rifle and uh and then, out of nowhere, one of the dispatchers says uh, that the uh, suspect was in the hospital and been there 18 minutes ago. And 
it didn't seem like anybody knew. They were all still going, and, but maybe they thought there were more shooters. I don't know. So, and then they all were like, okay, well, I'm going home. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go to the Chuck E. Cheese's. I'm going to go over here to the diner with the third best donuts in the state is. So, and it sounded like what I heard the next day was a some underdo, undercover or an off-duty policeman, like, took him in with, like, three minutes. Three minutes in, he was down. And I guess they forgot to tell anybody. I don't know. But you connect all that to money. Every single bit of that is just going to drain America. More and more. Like all the suits that come out of that. You know, and I think people try to make America look bad. And at this point of view and this perspective, it is. But I see, and I've said for a little while, man, we've been infiltrated by evil people because normal people wouldn't do what they're doing you'd only put the best of the best in an American fighter jet you would not put a fruit loop up there some Ukrainian hug it out killer okay we're gonna hug him to death You're going to gender ID him to death. And I think gender identity is theft these days. Be personally honest with you when you're sitting there saying your gender is blah blah when you're clearly not. You're stealing things, you're making things up, you're being a gaslighter, you're being a baby, you're being a three-year-old when you act like that in my world. You know what, and I'm a man, I'm a real man, and I don't mind saying it. God bless you, though. Ain't you special. Bet your mama's proud of you. But you know what? I love you. No matter what you think. I do love you. I hug you. Do I think it's silly? I do. But do I know that it's not my job to be judging? So, yeah, I know that. And that's why I don't mind. You know, it's not like I'm judging you means that you, you like you think I'm going to have to put you somewhere or do something else but in my mind I can judge I got critical thinking you know I got discernment and I got deductive reasoning <clears throat> I'm a problem solver and I can figure out that there's something wrong with this person like it's sorry it doesn't take a genius but it does take somebody with critical thinking and hello maybe I should just change my name to critical thinker hello this is critical thinker from the bad dog show and I'm coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain yeah well Man, there's a whole beautiful Asbury revival going on. If you're anywhere around it, you should go check it out and send me an email. Bad Dog Show at Yahoo.com. Mackie and Chris are out there on the road. 
Maybe my sister. Maybe some other people. Somebody's out there and they're listening to this. And holler at me. Say, bad dog. Hey, Mr. Critical Thinker. You're right, we're out here. We're on our way. A revival. 2023. Pretty cool. I must say. But I also must say, if you need to get a hold of me, we can do that at Bad Dog Show at Yahoo.com. And don't forget about the Fringe Radio Network.com. Fringe Radio Network.com, where we have the bestest shows, I think. You know, besides mine. And we got some new ones that you need to check out. I can't think of them right now. But they're cool. Very cool. Much better than this, this show. So you should definitely check them out. There'll be new names on there. Anyway, you know I love you. I love you, a bushel and a peck. A bushel and a peck and a hug around the neck. And until next time, think about Asbury and the revival. Say a prayer for your neighborhood. Say a prayer for your town. Say a prayer for your county. Say a prayer for your state. Say a prayer for Turkey, Syria. Say a prayer for Putin and Biden. Say a prayer for the freakazoid in China. Say a prayer for me. Say a prayer for you. I'm the bad dog. And I'm coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. And until next time, I'll see you then. Okay? Hey, check it out. 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 Hey,